swallow my saliva for a second because this has been a while it begins well hello 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 and hi hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls hello my beautiful crew my name is jonathan garano and welcome back to another episode of the bottle club podcast where we're about to talk about some things. Now, before we begin with everything, because there's a lot on my mind right now, there's some stories. I just got punched in the face with something immaculate that is just purging inside my soul. But I just want to start off by giving a couple of minutes to do one of these. Ah! Okay, I know that I screamed. I know that I... <laughs> that was a lot. That's a lot to start off. Because if you're a new crew member right now that's listening, hi, welcome. You know, this is a new start. This is a fresh start for you because you've never heard my voice before. But if you are an old crew member that's been listening since 2021 or in early stages of 2022, there's this weight, there's this sense of disappointment because I haven't been posting consistently and it's tearing me up inside. I'm actually digging into my shirt if you could if you're not watching it on the YouTube and I'm scratching myself because I am angry and I'm frustrated and I'm disappointed because I've let you down for the past 7 months. And so before we jump into everything, I'm going to take these first couple of minutes to tell you what's going on, to tell you straight up, to just remember this podcast is going to be a place where I'm going to be giving you my all. My heart, my soul, my cathartic emotion, and I want to say that I made a mistake, and I am sorry for not posting consistently. Did I have a manic mental breakdown in March of 2022? Yes. (laughs) Do I still have a major gambling problem that is like wasting away my bank account constantly where I'm like, oh my God, I had $100,000 last year, and even though I paid a lot of debt off, I have basically $0 in my bank account? Yes. Am I a little lost trying to navigate my life and my career as a creative director with other creators, but also at the same time trying to figure out where I want to go with my own content and with my own brand? Yes. And so with all of that, I just want to say that I am sorry. Is there an excuse because I've had four previous co-hosts, one of which I have extreme drama with? Due to the fact that he texted me and said, hey, I am leaving and there is no way that you can do this podcast without me. Yes. Did he also later on say, hey, can you delete all the podcasts that we did, even though some of them did really well? Yes, but we're not going to get into drama right now. Basically, what I'm saying is that I am sorry. And from this day moment on, I will make sure that I am consistent because this is what I want to do. And where did this epiphany come from? Well, yesterday on August 7th, it was my birthday. And it is during your birthdays where I feel you begin to take a step back and and look at your life and figure out what have you accomplished in that year. And last year in 2021, I had a great year where I had this major brand deal where they gave me $150,000 and it was fabulous. And I took that $150,000 and I paid off most of my gambling debt because as you may or may not know, 
I've had a 700,000 gambling debt that was accrued in 2016 where I had to file for bankruptcy and I've been paying that off every single year. And this year, been super fortunate to be a creative director for wonderful creators as I build their content. But then as I began to look at my bank account, which was close to zero, as I began to look at my own brand, which doesn't have that many followers on Instagram and YouTube and, and my other entertaining you know, lifestyle that I want to do because I want to be an entertainer and I want to make sure that my writing gets heard and I want to make sure that my, my stories are heard, I've been lazy. And so I looked at it and even though these, my family was around me and they were wishing me a happy birthday, there was a big capital D in front of my face, and that capital D represented the word disappointment. And as an Asian American, as you know, if you're Asian American that's listening to this, when someone says they're disappointed in you, that hurts more than anything else in the world. Like, my father used to beat me. He used to choke me and push me against the wall. And ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, when he would say, I am disappointed in you, that hurt more than when he punched me in the fucking face, you know? So, today's August 8th, which basically means that this podcast episode will be published on August 10th. And this is where it starts. This is where it begins. I am tired of being in a position where I'm not thinking about myself and growing who I'm supposed to be, if that makes sense. Maybe that's a little egotistical because it is. Maybe that's a little bit narcissistic because it is. Maybe following my dreams for myself is definitely not humble in any sort of way because it is. And I understand that I can't do this alone because you have to build a team and I understand that I have so many great friends who are rooting for me constantly and I don't want to disappoint them as well because that, imagine being 80 years old and you're surrounded by your friends and they may say wonderful things about you, how you're always there for them. But if you weren't able to really use everything, all your talents, all your gifts, everything that you've learned to help yourself in the process, I'm going to be surrounded by my friends and I'm going to love and appreciate their company. But I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to say, Jonathan, I'm disappointed in you. And so, you know, this that's what this podcast is about. I, you know, like this is for me. I'm not going to lie. This podcast is for me before we jump into the stories that's been going on. You know, this is a definitely like a comedy podcast, but since this is the new beginning, I want to be honest. I want to be completely vulnerable and transparent with you because whatever is going to come out of my heart and soul, these this cathartic emotion that is just oozing out, no more time for excuse. I was stressed out earlier. I was sitting on the couch. I was looking at my schedule. I was like, where do I start? Where do I begin? Do I help this creator? Do I apply for a new job? How am I going to make money? Where do I begin? And you know where I begin? Instead of like pulling down my pants and like jacking off so therefore I can de-stress and then feel guilty afterwards and then fall asleep, 
due to all the stress. I said, no, Jonathan, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put this microphone down. I'm going to take this camera and put it on the kitchen table. Who cares if there's light or not? And I'm just going to speak my mind. So the hundreds of you who I've disappointed in 20, who have been listening since 2021, since 2022, I want to say thank you so much for listening. I want to say thank you for being here. And let's freaking begin, ladies and gentlemen, my boys and girls, my beautiful crew. Now, here's the thing. So due to the fact of the last seven months, one of the major things in my life um, that has helped me not gamble is I decided to start share riding again. Basically, I drive for Lyft slash Uber, but mainly Lyft. And I do this every single time I get that urge, that urge to go out and gamble, that urge to like go to the casino and waste money. And instead of doing that, I'm like, you know what, Jonathan, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump in my car. I'm going to turn on the engine. I'm going to do, do a little do, 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 do. And then the thing pops up and says, you have a passenger, accept. I click accept. I go and I pick up the passenger. They get in the car and they say, hey, how are you? And I go, life is beautiful. To which they usually respond, oh my God, that's such a good answer. And then we begin vibing. We begin having conversations and it feels good. Hey, listen, I don't talk to every single passenger because, hello, that's fucking annoying. If you are an Uber driver or a Lyft driver, please understand that sometimes passengers just don't want to talk to you. And you have to back the fuck off, okay? So you vibe, you gauge, you say, hey. But so far, it's been fantastic. You know, I, I've been a Lyft and Uber driver for for many years of my life, and I've done over 7,000 rides before, so I just, I love it. I get people. They come in. We have conversations. It's great. I've had people cry in my car. I've people said jokes. I've had people even show me, you know, their Glock inside their backpack. It's been fun. It's been a fun time. Now, this is what happened. This is what happened. Wow, I'm coming off angry. I'm coming off strong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. So August 7th, 2022. I'm not I am going to I'm I'm not going to be I'm not I'm going to I'm going to blast this uh passenger wide open on the gates. There is no need for any sort of anonymity for this case. And so this is what happened. It's 2 a.m. in the morning. I wake up and I think to myself, you know what, Jonathan? I'm about to have a little episode. I would rather go lift. So I get up, do a little stretchy stretch, brush my teeth, put on a new shirt. And I think to myself, let's get in my car. First ride, wonderful, great. The guy comes in a little drunk because it's Sunday night, Sunday morning, sorry, at 2 a.m. We talk about his wife for a little bit. We talk about his job, and then we drop him off at his place and his location. I pick up another dude. I think this is around 2.45 of some sort, maybe 3 a.m. Great guy. Didn't say a word. I made sure that he got home safely. He said thank you as he left my car. Third passenger. So I'm driving for Lyft. It's around 3.30 or 4 a.m. in the morning. This guy's name is Christian. And I'm headed to the destination when all of a sudden he gives me a phone call. Ring a ding ding. I'm like, hello. And he's like, hi, I am your next passenger. Please do not go to the original stop that I put on the app. Instead, pick me up at the Taco Bell 
in the area. I, as the passenger, he says, put in the new location as a stop at Taco Bell where you can pick me up and then we can head to the ending destination. Now, what's great about Lyft is that the original address they, that they put down is where you actually have to go because they want to make sure that you're going the right way. They're tracking you. They want to make sure that nothing shady is about to happen. And so I say, okay, dude. I'm going to pick you up at the Taco Bell. But right away, as I hang on the phone, red flags, dude. Red flags. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know what's going on. But I'm not going to listen to this guy's advice. Rather, I want to make sure that Lyft is tracking me because if anything happens, at least it's tracked. So I go to the original destination. I click arrive. Of course, he doesn't come out due to the fact that he's at Taco Bell. I say that he got into the car And it says, all right, go to the next stop where this passenger is at, at Taco Bell. Now, if you want to gauge, if you want to do a little research, so therefore you know that I'm not lying, I'm going to be posting like screenshots of the ride and kind of the emails as best that I can. And if you want to know where this Taco Bell is, basically it's in San Diego. It's in Oceanside. I was driving up the 5 North. I got off this exit called Mission Avenue. And off Mission Avenue, there's a Taco Bell if you go a little past the Ocean's Eleven Casino. I get up to the Taco Bell parking lot, and there he is, Christian. And he gets in my back seat. Now, here's the thing. You know how you meet someone for the first time and you just look up and down as you're shaking that person's hand or they're saying hello? And for some reason, your gut just goes, I hate you. You know what I mean? Like, you just look at someone, you're like, I fucking hate this guy. Or you look at someone, you're like, you know what? This guy is the coolest person in the world. We can vibe. We can chill. There's something good about this person. Well, that's the vibe that I got. I got like, this guy, dogs hate him. This guy kills cats. That's the mindset that I had. This guy walked in my car. I'm like, okay, this guy kills cats. He definitely kills cats. But then I had to calm myself down for a second. I had to do a little breather. I said, Jonathan, don't judge. Don't judge. You've been wrong before. This guy probably doesn't kill cats. He feels like he kills cats. But calm down. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just see what happens. He does the same Hey, how's it going? I go, it's it's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. How are you? He's like, oh, it's going well. Okay. First question off the bat. How are you doing? Not bad. We're driving. 30 seconds turns into one minute. I'm about to get onto the freeway because we're headed to uh, the Motel 6, which basically means I have to get on the 78. And if you're on the 78, there's no cars around. It's really dark. It's around 4.15 a.m. in the morning. So, oh, my God, you know, there's no one around. And the second question he pulls off is, so what time did you wake up to start lifting? And I go, oh, I, I woke up at 2 a.m. Uh, to start lifting. So that means I got a nice few hours of sleep. I'm energized. Everything will be okay. And then he starts off with this third question. He goes, oh, you woke up at 2 a.m.? Can you even get morning wood at 2 a.m.? What, dude? What? 
Alarm bells, dude. Alarm bells. Can you? That's that's where you're starting off. That's your third question, dude. Can you get morning wood at 2 a.m.? What is this, dude? We're not even vibing. We're not even having a casual conversation. We're not even friends. That's what you start. Oh my god, I got creeped out a little bit. I got goosebumps. My spine started tingling. I'm like, uh. And I answered with, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. He's like, oh, interesting, interesting. Then the fourth question goes in right off the jump. He's like, what's the crazy experience that you've ever had as a Lyft driver? And here I am thinking, okay, this guy's an NPC. He's running a script. Something's going on here. He's leading towards something. Jonathan, be careful. Let's see. And I go, I, I, don't, I don't know. And he goes right away. He starts off and he goes, you know, a Lyft driver once told me that a passenger stabbed him. What, dude? What are you trying to say? Are you are you going to stab me? Like, that's the first instinct that I had. I mean, he... A Lyft driver once told me that the passenger stabbed him. I'm like, oh, my God. And so the very first thing is like, oh, I said, oh, my God. That's, that's crazy, dude. I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen to me. That's exactly what I said. Like, I want to live, dude. Like, and then as, as like I began to laugh, I'm like, are you going to stab me? That's exactly what I, I responded with. Like, are you going to stab me? And he goes, oh, no, 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 bro, bro, bro. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm like, yeah, um, I, I I support my mother. I have three siblings back at home. They depend on me. They know that I'm driving for Lyft right now. They're waiting for me. I'm just here to support them. Because I learned from this show called Grey's Anatomy in this, like, in this show where a lot of crazy things happen that if there's someone that is going out to hurt you in any sort of way, to do everything you can to humanize yourself. Start talking about your age. Start talking about what you do. Start talking about the relationships that you have. Start talking about the people that depend on you. And so that's exactly what I started doing. Thank you, Shonda Rhimes, for creating that show. <laughs> so he says that. He's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm not going to stab you. I wouldn't hurt a fly, I swear. I don't know if you've been around in this world, but every single time you hear someone go, I'm really humble, I'm a good person, more than likely, they're not really those types of people. So he said, I wouldn't hurt a fly. I'm thinking, yeah, you don't hurt flies because you kill cats, dude. It's not. So I'm like, uh, okay, dude, okay, 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 okay. Then he begins the next question. I'm like, where's this going? And he goes, and remember, we're on the freeway, freeway right now. We're about 15 minutes away from the Motel 6. So I am counting every single minute. But I'm also thinking to myself, Jonathan, make sure this guy keeps on talking. Because if he stops talking, he might get aggressive and hurt me in any sort of way. He might be screaming, why won't you respond to me? That's not what I wanted. I'm like, I'm going to keep him talking. I'm going to keep him talking, but I'm going to make sure that my answers are very, very, very curt because I need to survive right now. And he goes, have you ever thought about joining an OnlyFans slash creating one? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, my buddy makes $700 every two days. Think about it. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? What? 
Okay, okay, where are we going with this? And he goes, have you ever been to the nude beach in San Diego? I've gone a few times. Okay, dude, thank you for letting me know this. I think I know where this is going. I think I know where the script is going. And then he goes, yeah, you should try OnlyFans because you're cute enough. You're, you're sexy. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, don't say that. What are you trying to do? You're creeping me out, dude. You're creeping me out. Not only does he want to stab me, I'm thinking, but he also wants to do stuff to me. And I'm thinking, no, this is not what I want. And I'm thinking, do I pull over to the side of the shoulder road? I'm sweating right now if you're watching the YouTube. Do I pull over to the side of the road? But I think to myself, if I do that, he won't get out. And if he does hurt me, if he does, let's just say it, kill me, who's going to find my body? You know what I mean? So that's that's the thought process that I had. And I go, um, that's cool. Thanks, 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 man. Thanks. Um, no, I, I don't want to do an OnlyFans. I just want to support my mother. I just want to support my siblings. I just want to drive and I just want to live. And he's like <laughs> laughing. Oh my God, his name is Christian. Anyway, he's not even a Christian. So anyway, uh, we're driving and he's talking. He's saying the OnlyFans. He's talking about the crazy experiences that Lyft drivers have had. He goes on to say, I had one driver tell me that a woman came in and flashed him. And I asked him, did you do anything to her? And I'm like, oh, my God, what are these weird, sexual, creepy stories that he's telling me right now? Please, God, I hope nothing happens to me today. My spine is tingling. I have goosebumps. I feel very uncomfortable, and I feel like my life is at risk. And then suddenly inside my head, I go, you know what, Jonathan? I don't know. I accepted it. I don't know. I went through all the phases of grief in some sort of way, and I just accepted it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to die tonight. He's going to kill me. All right. If he's going to kill me, where is he going to do it? And how do I make sure that I place myself in a position so therefore when he does kill me, that they can easily find my body? That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm going to be very honest with you. I already accepted that I died. And so therefore, I have to figure out, okay, where can my mother and my family find my body? Do I call 911 right now on my phone? Like, I'm just thinking of so many possibilities. So that way, when he does either shoot me or stab me or strangle me because he's in the back seat, at least at the end of the day, they can find my body. That's exactly what I was thinking. So we have about like maybe three minutes left or four minutes left and I get towards the exit and I see the Motel 6 is about 0.4 miles away. And as we're exiting, he does this weird fucking NPC question where he says, now you're making me think about something. Now you're making me curious. What are you, t what are you talking about, dude? I'm not alluding anything. We're not having a conversation at all. I'm just giving you curt answers. How, what am I making you curious about? What are you afraid to ask me when you've been asking me these, these weird fucking questions anyway? I'm not making you think of anything. I swear to God. You're making me curious about what, dude? 
And I go, uh, I really, I, I really don't want to know. That's how I respond. And he's like, it's okay. I'm just a guy that likes to blow straight dudes. What the fuck? What are you trying to say? I mean, I know what he's trying to say. He's basically says he wants to, you know, blow me. And that's not something that I want right now or ever from this guy or just in general, bro. God, just talking about it right now is making me shiver. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I go, no, that's, I go, no, that's something that I don't like. And he goes, oh, I'm not, I'm not offering. I swear, I'm not offering. I'm just letting you know. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then he goes back to the question of, now you're making me curious, which I, fuck, I just got silent. And he goes, you're making me curious because I want to know how big are you? What the fuck? Now, I don't know if this script has worked for him in the past, probably, but it's not working for me, dude. You're in the back seat. We're not having a conversation. I don't know what your fucking mindset is, but this is a little too much. And so I thought, okay, he's going he's gonna to try. I see the Motel 6 on the right-hand side, which is now about 0.3 miles away because I exited out of the exit and I'm at the intersection. And thank God, a car pulls up across because they're stopping at a red light. And I think to myself, okay. I would rather die here at this intersection because at least my foot will go off the brake and hopefully I get into a car accident to a point where the person sees this car accident, can get out and view the murder of me that's about to happen. So my light turns green in front of me. I turn on the light above me inside my car so now it can be visually seen from anybody that's across the street. And I turn around and I go, Hey, man, the Motel 6 is right over there. Please get out of my car because you're making me feel unsafe. The man looks at me. Fucking Christian is his name. And his, he's like, he shakes up a little bit. And like his plans seemed to foil inside his mind. And he goes, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I did, I, this is, uh. and, he, and he's like, okay. And he opens his door and he's like, listen, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to tip you really, really well. I promise. And then he closes the door and he walks away and I lock my fucking car and I just drive away. Shocked, stunned, fucking halted, frozen, spine tingling, goosebumps, chilling, feeling like I just escaped death for a second. This is what you call, you know, harassment in so many ways. And the first thing I did was put one star, of course. I called Lyft. Their support system is phenomenal. They handle the situation. I told them play by play, and they listened to me.
Listen, I've done over 7,000 rides in my entire life, and this was probably the scariest ride that I've ever had. Okay? I've had people say uncomfortable things before. I've had people show me, like I said, their Glock. I've had people like hit on me even and flirt with me. But this was different. This was just creepy, dude. He didn't even tip. He didn't even tip me. He didn't like I mean that's like like I know. Oh my god. He didn't even tip. He didn't even tip. You know, before I get into like kind of the 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 political side of this or like I want to break this down, I just want to take a quick break. <laughs> I want to take a quick break and say, hey, if you're listening to this podcast right now, it is sponsored by me. So if you're listening to this on the YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, do a little thumbs up, maybe say a little comment if you can. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please click that little review button, five stars. If you go on Apple Podcasts and you also leave a five-star review with your Instagram handle, I will send you a personal video DM on Instagram. Okay. I know that was a weird break. I just needed to calm myself down for a second. I know that was a lot. You know, I've been thinking about this for a second. I've been thinking about this you know, for the past day. And I just want to say like, men are creepy. That's basically what I got out of this. Men are creepy. I repeat, men are creepy. Regardless of their sexuality, men are creepy. We live in this toxic male society where oftentimes when a man is just attracted to whoever they're talking to, they do some creepy ass shit. I have three sisters and many friends that are girls, and they constantly tell me about stories like this, and it happened to me today. I've been in clubs where men will just like grab women and say, get over here. From catcalls, to whistling, to saying derogatory comments, to starting off with the jump of sexual advances. And for you ladies out there, because on an empirical data sort of way, on a vast majority, things like this usually happen to women more so than men, of course. It definitely does happen to men. But I just want to say majority-wise. So for all the women out there, holy shit, I am sorry about the male toxic society that you live in because it is uncalled for oh my god it is uh, just breathe Jonathan for a second it also made me think about the times in my life where you know I've also kind of approached women before and I like thinking to myself did I ever make any woman that I have approached or talked to feel uncomfortable. And that is something that I hope I've 
never done. I mean, there are times in my life where I regret where I've, you know, done something intimate with a partner and instead of cuddling with them and being them and being with them, I left immediately, put on my clothes and then gave them a call while they're in my bed and said, "Hey, uh, can you please leave?" Like I've there are many regrets like that. I don't know where I'm going with this now. I have no idea where I'm going with this. All I can say that this was just a horrible experience and the men out there, you got to do, you have to do better. You have to read the room, but more importantly, you definitely have to do better. You could say this is one-sided because I'm just talking about the toxic men in our society. I mean, there are there have been moments as a man, and I'm always afraid to tell this story because oftentimes when I have, my male friends have just told me that, hey, you're bragging, but this is what happened in, in 2020, and I'm not getting get into it too much, but basically there was this individual who I did not want to do anything intimate with, and I just felt pressured. You know, there's a big difference between forced action and inspired action and I wasn't inspired to do anything intimate with this individual and yet I did but then during the process I stopped and I said I don't want to do this and I just tucked her in my bed and I left and I went to a guest room and I slept that slept there in that bed and then suddenly out of nowhere at like 6 a.m. in the morning this freaking woman sneaks into my bed and starts snuggling with me, and it's just so fucking creepy, dude. Like, I get it. It happens. It happens to men, too, from women, but on a majority level, these type of things happen to women on a daily basis. And I'm sorry for that. Anyway, I was definitely going to talk about so many other things right now, but I think my mind is a buzz right now. It's it's just a little dizzy. Um, we'll, we'll stop here today, and I just want to say, again, if you're listening to this, the YouTube, please subscribe, thumbs up, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with your Instagram handle, and I will video DM you, and I will also, if you also do a five-star on Spotify, that would be freaking fucking amazing. And I appreciate you for that. So with that said, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, I appreciate you. I love you with an L-U-V. See you soon. Peace.